This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Settling in a new city can raise lots of questions. How does the bus service work? Can I join the local library? Where do I go to get advice on renting a home? Over the next half hour, the team from Citizens Advice Bureau bring you all the latest news and information of special interest to new migrants settling in Dunedin. Welcome to Resettling in Aotearoa with Citizens Advice Bureau. No mai haere mai, kia ora ano. welcome back to our monthly uh, Resettling in Aotearoa show uh, with, with Citizens Advice Bureau on Otago Access Radio. Ko Anna toku ingoa, my name's Anna and I'm the manager at Citizens Advice Bureau Ōtipoti here in Dunedin. Today I have Connor with me who has been on placement as part of his Masters of Community and Social Work program. Tēnā koe, Connor. Thanks for joining me today. Tēnā koe, Anna. Oh, great. Thanks for having me. Um, this is great. So we thought for our final show for the year we would talk about some of the amazing things you can do around Dunedin City over the summer holidays, mm. um, and, and mostly these are free. Dunedin, yeah, has many amazing beaches on the Otago Peninsula, a great history with architecture, wildlife and more. Uh, firstly, Anna, can you tell us a little bit about um, the Otago Peninsula? Yeah, so I thought I'd start with this because it's a pretty a gem here in Dunedin, um, mm. and there's quite a lot to say about <laughs> the peninsula. So starting down on um, the the low road, heading out towards Tairoa Heads um, on Portobello Road, the first two bigger sediments on the harbour side are McAndrew Bay and Broad Bay. They each have uh, a lovely beach and grass areas. Uh, there are no waves on these beaches, and so a perfect. Um, Sitting in the sun with one or friends and swimming is relatively safe for uh, small children, but obviously still need to be actively supervised. Mm. Um, it is still tidal, um, though, so swimming is actually better at the higher tides. McAndrew Bay has a cafe and a dairy oh, for nice. ice creams. Mm. Um, between Broad Bay and Portobello, there's a walk from the end of Bacon Street all the way up to Hereweka, uh, which used to be called, or has been called, Harbour Cone. Um, also in here is an area called Future Forests, which is uh, slowly being planted out with native plantings, all by volunteers. It's amazing. It's going to be amazing as these plants grow. Mm. There are tracks in here and, um, and seats are scattered here and there in remembrance of those who have died. It's a really beautiful spot. Um, Portobello is the next settlement after Broad Bay. It has a hotel uh, for drinks and food oh, and nice. two cafes and a waterfront that is actually in the process of being upgraded. Um, it has a really cool playground. There's a pirate ship. Oh, great. And there's a dairy here as well. Um, and you can uh, also walk. There's a nice walk out to the uh, old aquarium, which is still used by the university, um, on Hatchery Road. So you can park at Portobello and walk out that road. It's quite a nice walk. Mm. Um, Howard is then further down the low road. It's now called Harrington Point Road, and it has a lovely beach to walk on and explore as well. Um, then further along is the significant Otako Marae, which is where the Treaty of Waitangi was signed in 1840. Oh, okay. Originally, Otako is the name of the waterway, actually, that spans the area from Te Arai or Tupu, which is the northern part of Pukikura, which was a fortified part at Tairoa Head, mm. um, and extending all the way up to the Dunedin Port area where the town resides now. So that was... Yeah was the name of that whole waterway, the harbour, was Otako originally. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually uh, hundreds of years of Māori history um, here uh, dating back to the 13th century. Oh, wow. 
Te Rauone Beach is further along again, where there is a brand new playground, including a half basketball court. Um, you can also collect tuaki here or cockles, and just be mindful of um, the legal limits. Mm. Um, and finally, you'll come to the Albatross Colony at Tairoa Heads. It, um, it is free to enter the Information Centre building and cafe, but there is a cost to see the albatrosses in their habitat. Mm-hmm. There are various tours available um, and also one to the restored disappearing gun and tunnel system, which is up there. Um, also, back from Portobello, you can head over the hill to the east side of the peninsula via Islands Beach Road. Um, there's often sea lions um, mm. and seals on this beach. It's another lovely beach walk. Just remember to stay at least 20 minutes away from any wildlife and keep, dog, to keep dogs on a leash and under control. Mm-hmm. Sandfly Bay is also on the side of the peninsula, which is a sandy bay. Maybe sea lions here too. The track starts at the end of the Seal Point Road car park, um, and you, there's amazing views there from the from set of Sandfly Bay uh, and the whole coastline and the ocean. You can walk down the track um, down the sand hill to the beach. There's a big mm-hmm. sand, sand dune there that you can actually go down on on boogie boards. Oh, nice. It's quite fun. Um, there's also pyramids at Orkia Reserve. Oh, yeah. That's from Dick's Road. You can walk up to the large pyramid, which is Pufeke Orkia, and the little pyramid, Tiamatai Orkia. Mm-hmm. These awe-inspiring features were formed millions of years ago during the active birth of Ra Kirikiri, oh, wow. the long extinct volcano on which Danina is built. Track leads to the top of Timatai or Kia, where you can get outstanding views of the reserve and the coastline. There's also signs of Māori occupation here mm. in a cave um, at its base, and it's, a, it's regarded as an important archaeological site, oh, wow. so you need to take care around there. Yeah, yeah. Nearby Victory Beach um, gets its name from the wreck of the steamship Victory, um, and its flywheel can still be seen when the tide is out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, there are a lot of beaches too, closer to town, and some are safe for swimming, right? Yeah. So St. Clair is a 10-minute drive from the city centre. Um, there's a bus regularly leaves from the bus hub. It's the most mm. popular beach, uh, really. It has surf lifesavers on duty over summer, um, and it's really important to swim between the flags. Mm-hmm. St. Kilda, east of St. Clair, the surf lifesavers on, on patrol there over summer too. You can drive and park on John Wilson Drive, which is just sort of above the beach and runs parallel to the coast. Um, the road is closed at certain times during the day, and um, okay. that's a, another great walk just along that road to mm-hmm. Lawyer's Head. Um, there's also um, Seconds Beach, which is just south of St. Clair Beach. There's a nice walk around there um, behind the saltwater pool. It's a mm. rocky beach. It's not swimmable, okay. but, but it's a really cool, it's sort of nice rocky outcrops at the end. It's just a really nice, quite short walk, and it's accessible from St. Clair. Then there's Tunnel Beach, which is up... Um, further south, uh, it, there was a tunnel dug in the 1870s down to a hidden beach. Um, mm. You can walk down to the tunnel and then through it um, onto the small hidden beach. Uh, the walk starts from the top car park on Blackhead Road, which is just south past Corstaphine. Um, the Corstaphine bus from the bus hub, you would get off at Stenhope Crescent and then you'd walk south on Blackhead Road to the corner with Green Island Bush Road. Another cool beach totally around the other side of the harbour opposite okay. and over the harbour entrance from the Albatross Colony is yeah. Ar- Aramoana there's a big long spit that you can walk out on um, and fish off Cool. Um, and there's two beaches and a settlement there um, a beach on either side of the um, mm. of the spit 
Mm-hmm. And to get there, you head out past Port Chalmers oh, and okay. stay on that Harbourside Low Road until you get to Aramoana. Again, lovely beach with yeah, white yeah. sands. Yeah, that sounds really nice out that way. Um, tell us a bit more about um, Port Settlement, Port Chalmers. Yeah. Actually, just one more thing about Aramoana. There's a really big, um, oh. I just remember there's a massive sand dunes at the end, which kids love. You can climb all the way up and then run oh. down. It's quite fun. Oh, that sounds so fun. So Port <laughs> Chalmers, um, which you will pass on your way to Aramoana, is a great little settlement, many artists, galleries and cafes, and um, and now back, well, this has not been happening for a couple of years, but from October yeah. to mid-April, it's it's a busy cruise port with ships arriving early in the morning and departing early evening. And actually... That road I was talking about that takes you out to Aramoana. Mm. There's some points there where the where the cruise ships get come very close, oh, and it's okay. pretty amazing to to see them go past. Like you're yeah. very close to them. They're, they're massive. Yeah, they must be. Um, yeah, and they usually arrive in the early morning and depart in the early evening. Cool. Um, and there's a great viewing point up the hill above the town where you can see the harbour from and see the workings of the port on a busy mm. day. And there's also a regional maritime museum out there, which is worth, which is worth, worth a look at, actually, a lot of history there. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds great. So there's what's over the hill north from Port Chalmers? Yeah, so more beaches and cool coastline. Um, so Purakanui Inlet, and, and there's a settlement there. That inlet doesn't have rips like um, a beach might, so it's relatively safe for kids to swim in. Also the Mapotahi Pa site, old par site, if you drive around the other side of the inlet from Purikanui through Osborne and mm. um, you and then you can park and walk down to the beach and then turn left there's, that's where the old par site is and you can walk okay. over there and you end up on Doctors Point Beach which is oh, well, nice. way up by Waitati yeah, yeah. Um, and you can walk along the beach but you've just got to watch the tides because uh. you can only really get f- very far along that beach if you go over the old par site at low tide yeah you don't want to get caught over there and okay. not be able to get back. Um, Long Beach is down a road before the Purukanui turn off. So um, it has a cave, a big sea cave down the end um, of another beautiful beach, awesome. which you can walk into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a safe beach too. And it also has a massive grass area there where you can play cricket on or have picnics oh, or play volleyball fun. on. Um, also, just remember if you're new to New Zealand, beaches and swimming, you know, you own, and you're not you're not very confident or your kids don't, aren't very mm. confident um, only swim where there is a surf patrol and stay between the flags yep, and, and yep. it's really good like if kids are under 8 it's, or even under 10 it's really yeah. good to just be within arm's distance of them at all yep. times and keep an eye on them at all times also important in New Zealand with the sun to wear sunscreen and hats mm. and as mentioned if on any beaches you see any wildlife Penguins, seals, sea lions, stay at least 20 metres away from them yep. and remember you're in their habitat, so respect that at all times. Yeah. Oh, that's really great advice, Anna. Thanks for that. Yeah, I do forget to put some block, block on. You do forget um, sometimes when you're down and uh, out and about. Yep. Um, and so then you end up burnt. Oh, you do. <laughs> you do. Uh, so, yeah, what, what other walks and gardens are around? Right, so there's a couple of riverside walks that are pretty cool. One um, both south of the city up... Um, the Outram Glen, which is just before the Outram Township, mm-hmm. um, you can walk up the side of... That's a really nice place to have a picnic and just hang out and you can swim in oh, the se- nice. uh, swim in the river too. Um, but there's a walkway up the side of the river. And also, same at Tyree, um, Tyree Mouth, there's a walkway that walks up, that goes up the side of the Tyree River there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, in the city, there's the Woodhall Gardens, lovely woodland setting with walkways, okay. paddling pool, and there's barbecues there that the public can use. It's down the very north end of George Street. Oh, great. Botanic Gardens are a real gem and a great asset to the city. So you can feed the ducks there. Um, you can get seed, little bags of seed, for free. Not allowed to feed the ducks bread anymore. Apparently, it's not good for them. <laughs> so they eat little packets of seed. Okay. Um, watch out for the pigeons because they always try to <laughs> take it out of your hand and <laughs> fly they? around your head. In it, you know, they oh, freak me out. <laughs> um, there's a good playground there too. There's a bird aviary at the top. Lots of oh, okay. walks through different plants and flowers and different yeah, plant species. Rhododendron down up the top. And there's native world walks. Yeah, it's an amazing place to mm. explore. You can spend a lot of time there. There's a hot house to walk through, um, which is nice in winter. Great. <laughs> and there's also a cafe there. Oh, nice. Um, so not gardens as such, but the town bout, there's a big green strip that runs right along the hill above the city central, both north and south. Um, and there's lots, you can just park up there, sort of anywhere along it, and, mm-hmm. um, and walk either way, really. It's quite a, quite a cool place to explore. Um, Ross Creek contains several walking tracks through native bush and allows access to the Ross Creek Reservoir. Mm-hmm. There's various access points um, to that area um, up the Leith Valley, and there's also an access point at the end of Canongate Road in Balmacuan. Okay. Um, but you can look on the DCC website, actually, under Community Facilities, and then t- uh, under Walking Tracks, and then under Walks to Try, you'll find information about all the walks around Dunedin and, and, right. and sort of the outer, you know, a bit further. Mm-hmm. Another cool thing um, in town, there are, there are heaps of secondhand shops here. Okay. Some around the Octagon for acti- antiques and vintage clothes. There's lots of op shops um, found further afield and down Northeast Valley and South Dunedin, Save Mart on Stafford Street. Oh, yes, yes. Yep. And a few more in between the exchange and the oval playing field. Um, always a fun way to spend some time and have fun while trying to find a bargain clothing item. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've seen that, sa- that Save Mart on Stafford Street. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. I might have to check that out. Um, what is on offer in Dunedin for museums and attractions like that? So Tuhara, Otago Museum, it's, um, yeah, amazing. You can spend a day there too, probably. Okay. It's free, mostly. Um, some exhibitions that, you know, might, might have a cost. Mm-hmm. Special, special uh, ex- exhibitions. There's also, um, it used to be called Discovery World. I'm not sure if it is still called Discovery World, but lots of science-y things to try out. Um, mm. your kids, kids love it. Yeah. And, and the Butterfly House too, which is really warm and yeah, yeah, amazing to sit in there too and cool. just check out all the butterflies. Um, yeah. And there's also a planetarium there, which okay. um, shows various... Yeah, films like it's like you're sitting under the stars. So you're sitting and it's like you're looking up at the sky. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Don't they? Don't they change the um, like what's on at the museum? Yeah. They do, don't they? Well, there's certain exhibitions that will be there for certain periods of time. Yeah. Same in the planetarium, they'll change what's on there as well every oh, now and then. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's some parts of the, a lot. Mo- a lot of the museum stays the same, you yeah. know, or it's been like that for quite a long time. Oh, that's neat. Similar things. I mean, they update them. But yeah. Yeah. There yeah. is definitely exhibitions that will come and, and be housed there for, for a certain amount of time and then they'll leave again. 
Oh, awesome. I like that. And there's also the public art gallery in the Octagon, um, which is free to wander around too. Um, cool. Um, what about cool street art in Dunedin, in, in the inner city? Uh, any walks and buildings to look at? Yeah, so there is a street art trail, actually, which I've done a couple of times when people okay. have come to visit. It's really cool to find them all. Um, so Dunedin does have a rich history in the arts and in making art freely available for all to enjoy. Um, mm. And there's an increasing number of blank walls being transformed into works of art by local and international artists, actually. Oh, cool. um, and you, yeah, you can go on the self-guided Dunedin street art trail. It, it's really worth doing. Yeah. Um, currently there are 50 walls across the city, mostly oh, wow. concentrated around the warehouse precinct and the um, central business district with plenty of cafes along the way if you need a stop. Um, there's a comprehensive guide street art cities map which you can pick up from the Dunedin Eyesight Visitor Information Centre in the Octagon mm-hmm. and take on the on the street art trail um, yeah lots of colourful creations and finding them all takes about 90 minutes oh, wow that's that's fair. that's awesome I haven't quite done that I might have to check that one out too yeah um, yeah nice Dunedin it has some pretty amazing arch- architecture right older buildings and things yep I um, an easy walk around downtown Dunedin, you know, exploring the stunning heritage buildings, Edwardian architecture yeah. from early Scottish settlers. Mm-hmm. So um, just some of it, like from the block south of the exchange is the old post office, which is now the Distinction Hotel. Uh, I think Silverfern Farms is in there too. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty amazing building. Um, and then all the way up Princess Street, there's old Bank of New Zealand, um, Around the Octagon, the Municipal Chambers, St Paul's Cathedral, then down Stuart Street towards the railway station and mm. First Church around Murray Place. Yeah, and the old courthouse is there too. Um, and that is all really best viewed and explored on foot because uh, okay. it's all pretty flat and you can just wander yeah. around. Um, and again, eyesight in the Octagon has details about that. Okay, um, great. Yeah. Uh, could you tell us a bit more about um, the famous Baldwin Street? Yeah, so... Baldwin Street is still the world's steepest street, despite nearly losing the title to a small town in Wales. Um, But we got it back. Um, Baldwin Street's (laughs) famed incline is in um, North East Valley, and it it runs up the northern side of Signal Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, and you always see people walking up and down there, and, you know, kids love to run up. It's pretty steep. Yeah, I bet. and it takes about 10 minutes just to walk up about 350 metres. Oh, wow. Um, but there's a drinking fountain at the top and pretty cool views. And yeah. it, it does look pretty cool from up there looking back down yeah, at how yeah. steep it is. And actually, if you drive up there, it's pretty freaky too, to be fair, <laughs> coming back down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and walking up backwards apparently is easier. Oh, great. Cool. Is it, what about cyclways? Yeah, so there's lots of... I mean, all around the world, there's lots of cycleways, but we're sort of getting on on board that wagon. And mm. yeah, um, out all out the peninsula, that on that low road, there's a walk shared walkway cycleway. Now it goes all the way out. Um, yeah, amazing asset, and it goes all the mm. way around the other side of the harbour too, down to Port Chalmers. Not quite to Port Chalmers yet, but it's getting there. Um, and there's also um, lots of trails for mountain bikers. There's a big Great. big mountain biking track at Signal Hill. Um, the car park's behind Logan Park, and there's lots of different grades for beginners to more experienced. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a NewZealandPocketGuide.com 
forward slash mountain hyphen biking hyphen in hyphen Dunedin. We will show you all those mm. where you can bike around Dunedin. Great. Um, the summer climate here is perfect for mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Um, mild temperatures, you know, and particularly because we have quite late summer nights, yeah. you know, it yeah. doesn't get dark till pretty late. Um, yeah, so it's great for commuting around the city too. Yep. Great. What about the playgrounds for kids? Anything like yeah, that? Yeah, every neighbourhood in Dunedin seems to have a playground, which oh, cool. is great. And some, you know, are being done up. And yeah, anyway, there's a, there's, there's a pretty good one in Mosgirl. They have mm-hmm. quite a big one. Um, and also the dinosaur park at St Kilda is. Um, oh, nice. Has is, 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 is got some pretty cool things for the kids <laughs> to play on. There's a good slide there. Yeah. Uh, what about um, places to swim? Any pools? Yeah, so Saltwater Pool and Moana Pool, two great city assets. Saltwater Pool is open, roof out at St. Clair. And Moana Pool is up Stuart Street. They've got a wave pool, toddler's pool, learner's pool, hydroslide dive pools. Yep. That's, yeah, there's a small cost to that, but it's gotcha. a good day out. Yeah, cool. And um, any ways to fish around Dunedin? Yep, so close to the city centre, you can experience sea fishing, fly fishing, numerous dams and lagoons where you can catch trout, salmon. Mm, nice. um, there's a natural harbour there too. Cool. Um, yeah, got a steamer basin at the head of the harbour. You'll see people get, getting salmon there. Mm-hmm. Um, Boilers Point at Port Chalmers, there's a public fishing wharf. Yeah. Yep. North of Dunedin, um, Karatane is a little settlement that where you can cast your line from the wharf. Mm. There's a quiet lagoon there um, and a really ni- another nice, really beautiful beach, actually. Awesome. Trout fishing at Southern Reservoir, Tomahawk Lagoon and Sullivan's Dam, and the DCC and Fish and Game, um, they released trout into there. Um, and, you know, it's all about providing that experience for kids mm-hmm. uh, who want to fish. But there's more information on that on the Fish and Game website. Oh, cool. Um, any, yeah, last ideas. Oh, is there glow worms around? Yeah. I heard there is. Yes. So... When the sun goes down on the Leith Valley Road, um, there's a 15-minute walk, you know, through darkening na- native bush, and you you come out to Nichols Creek glowworms. Okay. Little creek across at the top. Drop the, the drop gets a bit steeper as you go up, so you've got to take a torch, make sure you've got good shoes on, and keep an yeah, eye on that yeah. um, on your kids. And be respectful and peaceful by, while mm. visiting the glowworms, as they are easily disturbed and yeah. um, turn off your torch, or they'll sulk and stop shining. Um, they're more visible and clear on colder nights. So, yeah, okay. Leith Valley Road. There's also a track to Waterfalls, Nichols, sorry, to the Waterfall Nichols Falls branches off there. Yeah, yeah. But you can look on, there's information about that on DunedinNZ.com as well. So, yeah, that was pretty much the few, there's a whole lot of other things to do, obviously, but um, those were some good snippets. Yeah. So if you call or ring Citizens Advice, we can give you information about any of that stuff and all those ideas. Mm. And remember, we also offer free confidential advice and information about anything for anyone, 471-6166 or 155 Princess Street. Thank you to Otago Access Radio for hosting us. Namihi kia koe for joining me today to share many of the wonderful things mm-hmm. Dean has to offer. Awesome. Thanks, Anna. And wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a safe and happy time over the holiday period. We're closing on the 23rd of December and reopening on Monday, January the 16th. Mm. Ka kite.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.